Welcome to a very solemn edition of the Fins Up podcast. I'm your host, Southo Dan, and just before I throw to my special guests, sexy special guests tonight, um, it's been a horrible week, but we're going to push through. But although this has been our plan every night for about a week and a half now, neither of us have done any prep. My co-host wanted to do a run sheet, and I laughed at him, so we're just running. So this could go very badly. So I'm just going to throw to the man himself, Terry. How are you doing, mate? How are you coping? Mate, it's it feels like a breakup, except I actually like this girl. Yeah, it's uh, it's like we've been dumped and we had no control over. Like you've just gone on a really nice holiday, you thought you were gonna marry her, and then she just comes home and says, "I don't love you anymore." It's just, it's not fair. It's just... No, I don't even want to ask how you are, Dan, because your Twitter persona has sort of let everyone know how you feel. Yeah, mate, I'm I'm doing okay. Like I don't I don't want to make light. There's people out there seriously struggling. I'm I'm in a good spot. But, um, mate... Your, your tweet about getting married and, you know, it was like, shut up, you're just going to get divorced. You're going to kill me. It was, was true. You, you see you see, Bindi Irwin rush to get married in front of 100 people tonight. So uh, yeah. I'll get on that later tonight. No, no, thanks, mate. It's good to, it's good to be, um, you know, appreciated since my uh, my sexy, sexy mistress, Rugby League, is uh, has left me. Rugby, rugby League. I can't do it, mate. I kept saying it on the weekend and it just didn't feel right. It's just, it's Rugby League. <laughs> Credit to Peter Valandis and, and Todd Greenberg, though, because they fought to the very end to keep this season alive. Like, they were trying to take it, you know, regionally. They were trying to take it remote, get all 16 teams, bunk it down. Um, they did everything, and eventually, you know, the government just, just told them they've got to stop. But I think the biggest heroes in all of this, you know, even for the two weeks of rugby league that we had, were the New Zealand Warriors. Absolutely. Willing to put themselves yeah. way out. That, that's a horrible yeah. feeling being away from family and friends, mate. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people got to do it. Guys in the mines are in and out. You know, I'm sure yourself have been forced to travel, but, you know, it's a difficult situation. They did well. I think all the players, everyone wanted to play on despite, you know, Cam Smith coming out and saying it's best not to. They all wanted to play because look what's happened since. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It is, it is pretty sombre, um, knowing that this weekend I'm, I'm actually going to have to talk to my wife. I, f- I feel really bad for you, mate. You're the first person I thought of. No, well, don't feel bad because you're coming over on Saturday, so I'm, I'm still going to see you. Oh, look, that's true. Yeah. we got. Um... Even, though, even though we're supposed to be self-isolating, I still need to see you this Saturday and then you can fuck off. That's fair call, mate. I like it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, let's quickly Let's quickly run through round one and round two before we before we wing and uh, infect people's ears. But round one, the opening night, you and I thought Parramatta were going to belt the dogs. It was a pathetic game. Parramatta win eight points to two over the Bulldogs. I'm not sure what was worse, um, Parramatta's ball handling or the Canterbury Bulldogs, Dan. What do you reckon? I thought Blake Ferguson doing a backflip when he clearly stepped on the line was the, the low light of the night. What a, what a glory hog. That was the highlight. Sucked. It was a terrible game, mate. I got the tip right, though, so that's a plus. Yeah, yeah we got it right. Uh, moving on, Raiders 24, Gold Coast Titans 6. The Titans showed why they're a really poor team. Look, they they got a change of coach, and it doesn't look like much changed for them at all. They're just a terrible football team. Haven't got the players, mate, and they got the worst injury crisis constantly I've ever seen. Every There's yeah, two or three players off every single game. Yeah, this... this uh, 
coronavirus is a there's one team that's really or two teams are really loving the coronavirus at the moment would be the Warriors and and the uh, the Titans they might be able to get some troops back. Sure. Uh, probably probably my favourite game of this round in terms of entertainment value the Broncos twenty eight Cowboys twenty one. Absolutely, that David Fafita try mate made up for the the bog game the night before. I loved it. And it was good fun recounting Val Holmes. Every time he did something bad, by the time I tweeted, he did something good. So, yeah, good fun. Yeah, just just on Val, he came back and he was just the Valentine Holmes that we remember. He was rocks and diamonds. Uh, But as the season went on, you were going to see more diamonds than rocks. But it's just a shame that we're robbed of that. Uh, The Newcastle Knights, 20, the Warriors, nil, um... But probably the less said about this game, the better. Disgusting. Moving on. Yeah, shit game. Uh, very, very entertaining game. Souths, 22, the Sharks, 18, in a game where Cronulla woulda, shoulda, and coulda won and didn't. Well, we should have we should have lost by about 40. And then we should have won by about 20. And in the end, we just lost because Connor Watson was playing really out of position and forced a pass that he shouldn't have passed. He would have scored, but... You know, I can't blame the kid. He got thrown in in ridiculous circumstances. And by Connor Watson, damn means Connor Tracy. I do mean Connor, mate. I'm upset, all right? Like, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought when I got to 22 8, Souths were going to run away with it. And then, you know, full credit to Sean Johnson for this game. He showed why he can be one of the best players in the competition and then followed up with a shock of the week after. But uh, Penrith 20, the Roosters 14. Um, I didn't pick that one coming. I thought the Roosters were going to spank him. Mate, no one saw it, and I was really drunk, so I I didn't see it. Yeah, Kyle Flanagan was awful. Yeah, no, I did see that because um, I was going to say that whether he played good, bad, or indifferent. So that was good. What about what about kick out though? Went off with a seemingly broken arm, comes back and scores about five minutes later. What's going on there? He's the he's the biggest cat in rugby league. Two weeks in a row, mean? yeah. Huh? Two weeks in a row, he went off with a season-ending injury, comes on ten minutes later and scores the winner. Storm 18, Manly 4. Manly uh, kicked two penalty goals in the first half and then was shut out by Melbourne. Uh, that Melbourne machine just rolls on, doesn't it? It did. I, I honestly thought we'd get tonked by Melbourne the way they played. Yeah, I was, I was messaging Paul during that game going, you know, the Storm are there for the taking. And, oh, sorry, it wasn't messaging him. I, I was at his house. I was messaging another one of my mates. But we were both saying that uh, the game was there for the taking against the Storm and yeah, they, they just find another level. Any time they need to, they find another level. Uh, and follow the final game of the round, the Dragons uh, 14, the Tigers 24. Dan, I talked you in tipping the Dragons. Did you? I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Podcast's over. I can't do this yeah. anymore. Mate, I, um, look, D, the Dragons should have won. They blew four tries. Oh, yeah, didn't they? What? Tyson Frizzell threw that shocker. Paul Vaughan was in under the post off Ben Hunt. He dropped it. Forward passes everywhere. Yeah, the, the Dragons are shit. Um, moving on to round two. Uh, Cowboys 24, Dogs 16. That was a good performance for the Cowboys and Jason Tomalolo. Tomalolo, mate. He, he was there. There was a question, who was the best player of the round? And I laughed. It's like, there's only one, mate. There's only one. Yeah, yeah it was JT. Uh, he was really good. Yeah, it's, it's when you start talking about it now, it's just like the individual players from each team that you're going to miss watching. Um, but yeah, Tom Lowe was was brutal in this game. Uh, speaking of brutal, uh, 
the Dragons, 28 Panthers, 32. The Dragons snatched defeat from the Jaws of victory, mm-hmm. up 28-18, and led in two of the softest tries you've ever seen. Mate, that's not Flanagan defence right there. That's, that's Mary Ball. I'll, I'll tell you what. I know we said that the player of the round was Jason Tormwaller, but he, Jesus, he was really shadowed by Nathan Cleary. That's, that's the... Like, those two games of consistent footy from Nathan Cleary, he really stepped up and led that Panthers team around. It is. He's in good form. It'd be a shame if he couldn't play for, like, six months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have I got here? Uh, Broncos 22, Souths 18. Jeez. Uh, oh, the Broncos look good with Brody Croft. We didn't think that they would, but, um, yeah, they, they sort of they did enough. Um you know, maybe Tony Stagg's third try wasn't a try. Uh, the NRL said it wasn't. South scored off a forward pass as well. But, you know, the Broncos looked all right. Very, very young team as well, the Bronx. They did that forward pack's tremendous. But, geez, Milford looked good that night. That length yeah. of the field try was... It was such a yeah. highlight-filled weekend. And then they snatched yeah. it away. We'll, we'll always I, have I that. Really, I really like that Katoni Stags. I didn't realise he played halfback in Tonga when they beat Australia. But he's a, he's a pretty handy player. No, I didn't know that either. I thought he was out wide. But, well... Very talented. Uh, Warriors 6, Raiders 20. Now, don't let this fool you. The Warriors will go away with 6 points. They actually didn't ground the ball in the in goal uh, in two of their games. They scored a penalty try. <laughs> I wonder what money you would have got for that. A team only scoring a penalty try. Um, look, all I'll say is that the Warriors were pretty consistent. They lost 20 nil to the Knights. They probably should have lost 20 nil to the Raiders as well. So... But uh, it's there. We do thank the Warriors for agreeing to stay behind. A couple of their players did go home. The NRL was looking into loan systems. But, yeah, really thank Roger two of us for checking the Warriors for agreeing to stay with us. So, uh, and I wish them all the best. And I hope New Zealand gets over their crisis. Uh, Roosters 8, Manly 9. Suck shit, Roosters. Kyle Flanagan was awful he, in this game as well. He was so bad. But that Tommy Turbo, mate, three try-saving tackles. He was literally spilled blood for the team. The whole thing that I didn't understand on on the Luke Keary try was Keary knew that Turbo was behind him. How he did put two hands on the ball? I have no idea. That that was freaky though. Only Turbo can pull that off because everyone else gives up. But that um that's the dunce of the year. I don't care if we come back or not. That's not getting any worse yeah. than that. No, and uh, yeah, it was like I had RTS in my top fifteen uh, players of competition so did you as well and uh i don't think buzz did did he no uh i think he had him 17 no turbo turbo was the one he left out of the 15 yeah exactly so uh we were right buzz was wrong who knew uh sharks 10 storm 12 i don't really want to talk about this game because this game fucking shat me to tears i was like still burning on monday i don't i'm glad the nrl i do not know how we lost that game we shouldn't have lost the game mate but uh typical cronulla fashion yeah, we were the better team, but you knew when push came to shove that we'd be the one who would lose the ball and give away dumb penalties. Hey, mate, while we're on the Sharks, this week in Twitter fuckheadery, it's a new new segment I'm going to introduce. Your mate, the Peacock. What the fuck up on his perch talking crap about Jack Williams and Chad Townsend? Who's the Peacock? Your mate Newman, mate. He's not my mate, I hate Yeah, no, he's your mate. I've seen the pictures in your house. He is... Look, I don't want to go into I don't want to give him Twitter fame. But, you know, coming out in virtue signaling, saying there's better, bigger things in the world. Look back to one tweet before, and he's talking about some shit that didn't matter to anyone. 
So I reminded him that he's a peacock-haired hypocrite and am yet to receive a reply. So I'll update everyone when that comes through. But that's the new segment I've, I'm going to throw in this week in Twitter fuckettery. Yeah, it's just really funny that as well that he called supporters fat. He was probably aiming at you and I, but then he goes into schools and talks to kids about bullying. So anyway, <laughs> there's, your, there's your Twitter fuckettery. Good times. Um, Tigers 24, Knights 42. Uh, yeah. Poor Tigers got belted. Um, Jaden Braley tore his ACL and will be the first person to undergo a knee reconstruction and play round three. Yeah, incredible, right? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you notice, though, that this game was the only game of the round that had a home ground advantage because of those 20, 20 blokes hanging off the yeah. scaffolding? That was fun. <laughs> So. You couldn't hear him though, but this was no, really, no. really vocal. This was, this was quite yeah, fun. No, it was good. I enjoyed it. Was it. Really good. And they were booing when there was penalties. Yeah, like, it, was, it was crazy. Good fun. Real. But um, look, Jaden Braley tore his ACL uh, in the first half and probably had the best game of his career. Mate, I, I didn't even know when it came out. I was like, when? It must have been like yeah. a, on the bus on the way home or something. It was like like the twentieth minute in the game he tore his ACL and in the, in the second half he laid on three tries. That's incredible. You tough little yeah. tough little prick, I tell you. Yeah, and following it off, the Gold Coast Titans 6, the Eels 46, and with that win, Parramatta finish uh, round two minor premiers, just as you and I thought. No, that's it. We were 100% on the ball, and I think Mitch Moses got the Dally M wrapped up too, so... He did. Uh, two. He was incredible. That, Jesus, he was incredible, that guy. It is only the Titans. It is only the Titans, but <laughs> he was really good. But the big, the big story in rugby league that no one has talked about the New Sound Jets finished the New South Wales Cup in first place. Mate, still undefeated, haven't lost since about July last Round year. Yeah. This, is, this is fantastic. So, yeah, the Jets uh, had a big win. Royce Hunt was incredible, scored a really nice try in that game, ran for about 150 metres. Uh, Jason Bakuya was back for that game as well. Teague Wilton played well. Yeah, but the, the Jets, what can we say, minor premier premiers. Fantastic, mate. Back to back to back to back to back. Fantastic. So, yeah, so. Dan, let's, let's infect people's ears and let's just talk about the fun that you and I have had talking rugby league for the last two or whatever years it's been. Um, we've had some guests on the show. Certainly have. We had, we had Ron, we had uh, Hammers from the Titans. We had my favourite that uh, we got to interview, uh, Anton Posa. Um, we had the statue guy. That was all. We had the, the Dragons fan. We did. Uh, Courtney, she was cool. Courtney had Toby Rudolph was, you know, the moment to end yeah. all moments. Yeah, so the interview with Toby Rudolph as well, that went, that went mental. Um, we had some good fun. We've had some really, really good fun on this. We've tipped terribly. We've made some outlandish predictions. Uh, Dan, what is your individual highlight on this podcast? What have you brought to this podcast that you think tops all other moments? Well, mate, in, in terms of moments, I'll get there in a second, but my, my highlight was that two weeks that you took off and I had guests on. Um, <laughs> uh, that, but no, look, the night the night where you and I were sitting here... Look, I, I like the showbag episodes. I thought they were great. But the, yeah. night, the night we went through the Twitters... And you started with hammers, uh, with Ballsy and Howard, and then yeah. that that um, the guy in the wheelchair. I told to jug on after he said he wanted my family to die, because I said he got the crowd figure wrong. Um, I cried. I legitimately cried. <laughs> that that for me 
was the moment to end all moments, mate. It's not getting any better than that. Yeah, that's 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 our individual, like that's our collective. What's your individual highlight, though? You, what did you bring to the show? What was your funniest moment on this show, mate? I just I just tee you up for easy jokes. It's my it's my role. What a, what, mate? I'll have a think about it. What what was your personal highlight, Terry? Uh, naming Alex McKinnon in my origin team. That's what. <laughs> hmm, not good. Not good. Oh. <laughs> Hey, look, on form, <laughs> he was he was there. Oh, mate, oh, I don't, I I think I had one show bag thing that was really funny, and I think I got a real good reaction out of here. Can't remember what it was, but yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I would, I would, I was going to say that our our best our best moment on the podcast was the whole ballsy and Howard where we couldn't talk for like five <laughs> minutes, and then you told that story <laughs> of the wheelchair. That's okay. yeah, that's that memories that we're. They're gonna last in people's ears forever. Ah, mate, I think we had about 130 people listen to that one, so that was a bloody good night. <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say a very close second as well was Simo's spreadsheet because Simo was a good sport about it. Ah, uh, look, well, he was blocked at the time, so I don't think he knew about it, but you know, it was blocked on me though. Yeah, but no, yeah, fair call. Look, what I can't, I can't do it, mate. I can't talk positively about Simo. Really? That haircut, man. It just Nah, and he's alright, mate. I got no problem with Simo. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter's there to be fun. There's only one guy I don't like that this week, and that's the Peacock. And next week it'll be someone else. So. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so the NRL came out with a plan to get rugby league back. Um, obviously they're going into crisis control, but we could have a grand final a week out from Christmas. That's just rugby league, heaven. Mate, that would be fantastic. Put it on Christmas Day. Because yeah. you, you might as well, because the grand final's going to be my Christmas day. Well, I mean, if you're telling me that I can watch rugby league in December and not the Big Bash or the A-League, I'm all for it. Look, me too. I'll take the Big Bash on the side, but I only like the Big Bash so much because there's something on every night when there's no football, and it, get, yep. it gets me through. But, uh, mate, there were some, some really good ideas come out. I like, I like the conference idea. Like, I don't think that'll run ahead anymore. I thought no. the isolation, isolation idea, chucking them all up to North Queensland, was a good idea. Um, probably better when it's not 110 degrees every morning, night and afternoon. But um, it's like you said earlier, those two guys really fought. And I thought that was pretty good. I, you know, you always got the feeling it was only a matter of time. But they got us two more weeks than they probably should have, so... What what yeah. you make of the the um the crowdless games? Did you notice a huge difference? Um, the only sort of thing that I I didn't really like was the, the I thought the referee's mic was up a bit too loud. If there was no crowd, like what do you need? What do you need that for? But um, what I what I did like is it sort of showed the referees that were influenced by crowds uh, in that in that round could just sort of have their own flow of the game like Matt Checkin is like good referee he's 100% a hometown referee though and he just let he let games flow no not a bad not a bad shout man I I liked hearing the players like um, you could hear certain players yelling and directing I thought that was pretty good look don't get me wrong I'd have the the fans back but I I really enjoyed hearing like Cam Smith you could hear yelling because his voice stands out Um, I think you could hear Chad saying give it to me so I can blow an overlap so, you know, I, I thought that was a positive. 
It's a brilliant, brilliant game plan. They're little things you picked up. I, I wrote on Zero Tackle last week that that would probably happen. Not to the extent, actually. I was quite surprised. But I think the coverage was pretty good, and you couldn't really notice the lack of fans. But I, I thought Sunday's game was the best because of those 20 or so. It was just something yeah. else. And I thought, I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Man, Gaz, Gaz is, um, he's really lifted that um, that social media game since he's come back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what I have to say, though, is there's a rumour going around that Caleb, when Caleb Ponga got injured and Jaden Braley uh, tore his ACL, that Knights fans and the city of Newcastle begged for the NRL to be shut down because they knew what was coming for him this week. Sharks were going to belt him. Mate, that's not a rumour. That's cold, hard fact. That's it. Well, Caelan Pong is going to serve about a six-month suspension for that for that shoulder charge, so I like it. That sucks. Like, he, he made the crime in March. If rugby league comes back in July, he's still going to play till he's August. Still and it'd be funny if they follow Wade's idea and play Origin first. He misses Origin for that six months ago. Oh, please. Please. Oh, God. Oh. Um, if they do play rugby league and... I honestly don't know. They'd have to push it back. You, you don't have to guess. Because they've got to do a pre-season again, evidently, this time. A four-week yeah, pre-season. The, the, the plan is to get the pre-season started in, like, May, is it? And then, But I, I don't know. I don't know if you can keep pushing it back. Because if you push it back and delay it, yeah, it's going to be three or four seasons before you catch up. Do you just turn around and pull the pin and just say, look, Grand finals here. Have your Christmas holiday. Come back in January, and let's just get started in March or what? I I don't know. It depends how far it goes. I think if it does come back in say June, July, play a short comp, play every team once. Yeah. Um, if it gets to the point where you can only play ten rounds, play ten rounds. Who cares? If you got to play Melbourne twice, you got to play the Broncos twice. Who cares? This year's it's you know it's going to make the Premiership. Whoever wins it probably mean a little bit less, but you know fuck it. Considering the circumstances, or, do what you need. Or, or is, is it this year? Is this the year where you just sort of turn around and go, okay, well, if we can start it in June, um, have a bit of a congested fixture, and just play first past the post for a year? Or I'd hundred percent back that. I know, I know they make a lot of money out of finals, so it's probably not feasible. But this yeah. is the time where you got to start looking at stuff. And look, I know that when rugby league does come back, the crowds are going to be huge because people are going to be gagging for it. But uh, it's going to be a long fucking time for more footy, mate. And it's like the off season's okay because you got the cricket, you got the basketball, you got the NFL. Now it's like you got you got your family and like Netflix. But yeah, 
Fuck. Well, what what I did find was the entire uh, 2016 box set collection. Uh, so I purchased that. Uh, I'm going to start from round three this weekend. Uh, and I'm pretty sure round three in 2016, we lost to Manly when Marty Tapao killed Jack Bird. Uh, and I'm just going to watch that and then celebrate the Sharks premiership all over again in October. No, that sounds good. I like it. So that's that's my plan to get through rugby league. What's your plan to get through no rugby league? Uh, suicide, mate. No, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't joke about that. That's bad taste. Uh, look, I um, I've resubscribed to the WWE Network. I watched a doco tonight. Um, got a bit teary actually, Terry. It was a bit sad. So, yeah, I know. I saw, I saw you have to like poof on Twitter. Yeah, well, you know, it's Eddie Guerrero, man. Everyone, everyone loves Eddie. But uh, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Who? back and gonna watch some. Sorry. Who? Yeah, don't you start. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch some old WrestleManias because WrestleMania's off this year. It's in front of no fans, which is gonna very strange. Uh, look, I've got it. Is it still going ahead? Is it going ahead over two nights, mate? Performance Center, no fans, so it's gonna be very, very different. But so um, what? No pyro. They'll do entrance music, and they put the camera so you're looking at the screen, so you can't see yeah. that there's no fans, but it's completely silent. You can hear every call and bump, so it's not going to be fun. But yeah, I'm going to re, um, I'm going to find, uh, rediscover my love for professional wrestling. I think. Uh, apart from that, I don't know. Not going to find a girlfriend if that's what you're suggesting. No, I don't think you'd be able to find any girl stupid enough to go for you again. But um, there is the uh, there's uh, Ko. Uh, doing the $5 monthly subscriptions and I think they're uh, someone said that they're going to bring back Rugby League all the way back from 2010 games that'd be cool um, that would be quite cool as well and then the other thing you can do as well is get NBA League Pass is quite cheap at the moment and just turn scores off and then pick random games and watch them and you wonder who the winner is yeah oh, that's cool I, I wouldn't know even from earlier this year to be honest I was going yeah. um, I was going to I was really into the XFL but they, of course, that that's gone too. But um, I might go back and watch some old NFL, some Super Bowl highlights or something. But um, speaking of which, mate, Tom Brady, heartbroken. Yeah, it's it's. He, I mean, he's got paid. He he got absolutely paid to go to Tampa Bay, and probably the best team for him to go to as well because it's set up just like the Patriots. But uh, <laughs> mate, yeah. they got they got weapons. They are going to be tough to beat. But. Yeah. Uh, Mate, I am loving. I am loving what Bill Belichick's got going because I don't know how into college football you are, but there's this kid Trevor Lawrence who's the best prospect since forever. Colin Coward says he's the best since Andrew Luck, but I reckon he's better than Andrew Luck because you know he's more current. But the idea is we we have like twelve picks in this this draft. We'll 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 roll them over. We'll trade them. We'll do whatever we've. Throwing our two best linebackers across, more picks next year. We get the Tom Brady pick. We got about fourteen picks next year. If we finish about six and twelve or whatever it is, mid table trade up, get the best young quarterback, and the fucking dynasty's back within twelve months. Genius. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a year where you and I are going to be a bit quiet, a bit quiet on uh, the old Twitter when the Patriots play. But that's fine, yeah, mate. We have it coming. Yeah, it's, it's, we definitely have. We've talked a lot of shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is going to be different watching Tom in a different jersey. I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'm not. I'm not going to like it at all. But, no. mate, I, I couldn't tell you who the burn, current Pats... I didn't burn any of the jerseys that I've got of his. I saw some people burn um, burning his jersey and, like, throwing his helmets and stuff. But 
Mate, he gave you six rings. He <laughs> gave you the best years of his life. Mate, six rings and countless bloody conference finals. He and wants to go get 30 mil and fuck Giselle in bloody Tampa Bay, Florida. Who's going to hold that against him? He's, he's, he's 43 years old. He can barely run. He's of no use to the Patriots team anymore. Just let him go. Like, like whatever. Good luck I to mean, him. I mean, I, I probably would have... If he had re-signed with us, I probably would have been like, that's cool, he re-signed, but he's 43 years old. Exactly. He can't run. And you can't, you can't hide him, mate. He's not in a Belichick system anymore. It's going to show a lot. I'm actually really excited to see how he goes. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I'll think i lay off the crown for one year and come back when we pick up Trevor Lawrence next year. And I'm great. If, we sign, if we draft him, mate, I'm growing my hair out like Trevor Lawrence. I'm going blonde. It's happening. Are you, are you terrified that we might pick up Cam Newton? Um, a little bit, because that we're not going to win the title with him, and we're not going to come last with him, and it's either or for me. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. Uh, other sports that got shut down as well. Obviously, the Sydney Kings had the uh, had a historic season. They were the first team to go from first all the way through round one. To the end, they were down two one in the finals, and uh, they, the players and the coaching staff, made the decision not to go to Perth. The NBL uh, awarded Perth the grand final in a decision that I'm happy with, uh, but I know lots of Sydney fans are. What was your take on it, mate? Look, I'm not happy with it because we didn't get it. But if gun to my head, you said who gets the title, Perth? They're leading two one. Sydney pulled out. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing. There's like, even forget, you know, Perth Perth flew to Sydney, yeah, to play Game Three. The Kings were offered to play a three game series, and they said no. They were offered to play on Wednesday night um, for Game Four, and then have Game Five in Sydney um, on the Friday night if it was required. And they said no, and then they pulled out. There was no other option but to give the title to the Perth Wildcats. It's the it, it's the Wildcat, the phenomenal ball club that that Perth team. They've been in the competition for thirty four years and been in the finals every year. That's incredible. And I got to admit, yeah. this is the first year I went to a game, thanks to yeah. thanks to my my co host here. Um, yeah. On the night, Casper had the, the greatest game of all time. It was draining threes from everywhere, and you're just shaking your head, going, "Nah, nah, this this isn't normal." I couldn't believe it. He was like the greatest player I'd ever seen. Some of the the shots he made. And then he shot, what, one from 36 in the finals? It was one from 23 from the three-point line and nine from 44 from the field. So not, not as good. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> awful. It was a... It was a ter- there's something about that Perth... Something about Perth in the regular season, Casper lights them up. And then when they played the grand final last year, when he was playing for Melbourne United, he disappeared as well, so... It's um, it's pretty worrying, and, and it got it got so bad that he's probably like in this time going to need to see a sports psychiatrist because that was fast. bad. I I was watching Twitter light up, and next year I'm going to get really involved in it because I I enjoyed it. I got to admit, going to the game made all the difference, and I I must yeah. have found Santa 106 times that night thanks to your little ones. What was that? I must have found Santa 106 times thanks to your little ones. The pre-Christmas the game. You had, you, had, you had to find the lines. I did. Like, I found the lines. That was a great night, man. But we still waited for our cheeseburgers. Yeah, I know. They, they robbed us of the cheeseburgers. They did. We went to every Hungry Jack's on the way home. <laughs> it was good. And, and settled for McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck it. It was a good night, man. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what else 
are you missing in this uh, in this Corona time, Dan? Look, I I'm not really missing it because I since it went to Optus, I'm, I haven't been able to really find you know the time to watch it. But the Premier League, mate, I would be very very shocked if they don't hand Liverpool the title if they can't finish. Being that they're a hundred thousand points clear with no games to go, what what did yeah. you guys? You must be pretty upset. They they got to they got to hand the title. They can now to ensure that this season finishes, and sort of every other league around the world is as well. They've pushed the Euros back, the Olympics have gone back a year, so players aren't going to have to go to that. They've cancelled the African Cup of Nations for a year. Um, the season will finish, and then it's just going to be a, a case of you know enjoy your enjoy your time off. You got three weeks off, and then coming back again. They were talking about today. Um, if it comes back in September, they're going to open the transfer window and just leave it all the way open until the end of January. Mm-hmm. That makes so, sense. Yeah, so it does make sense as well. Um, yeah, some one, one way or another, by the end of this year, Liverpool will be crowned champions. Um, you know, people are turning around saying it's going to be a tainted title if if the if the league just finishes now and they hand Liverpool the trophy. You're 20, 25 points behind. It's not mate, tainted, mate. That's it's coming from a very one-eyed Chelsea fan. You guys are not going to be ripped off. It's not going to be tainted. You're so far clear. It's formality, mate. Um, Champions League, you know, I I do get to say that Bayern did knock us out of the Champions League, even though they're about twenty goals in front. Yeah. Um. So yeah. that's fun. But that's oh damn, I can't see. That's all good, mate. Oh yeah, that's better. Yeah. yeah. I went yeah. invisible. Yeah. Um. What I will say though is, if they do cancel the Champions League and Liverpool do win the Premier League, we'll go back into the next season as the defending Champions League and Premier League champions. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Probably deserve. Well, you won the last one, so I want to. Make, I want to be able to make fun, but there's no leg to stand on here. Yeah, I don't, like it's. It, it would be a little bit different if Liverpool were like two points. In front with nine games to go, then I could understand teams kicking off going, well, they don't deserve to be champions because anything can happen. And we've seen with Liverpool, they can blow an 11-point lead. They're not going to blow a 25-point lead. No, it's, it's physically like, possible. They're not, yeah. not going to blow a 25-point lead whatsoever. So, um, yeah, look, I am, I, I, I am missing the Premier League, um, but I am enjoying sleep-ins because Liverpool started playing games at like stupid o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. And I would get up and watch them, so I do really enjoy not being fatigued at like two o'clock in the afternoon. You are looking very young and very like relaxed. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't even started working from home yet, so it's. Um, I don't know. Just sort of got to take it uh, day by day, don't you? Mate, you do. There, there's some going to be some good out of this. As I said on Twitter, my my routine should be get up, go to work, come home, eat well, work out all weekend. It's not going to be, but that's what it should be. You know, there's there's chances there for self improvement. Yeah, well, we, we got we got the uh, the call today that um, we're going to start working from home as of Monday, and our boss uh, has actually given a a plan to everyone, and he's like given a structured day. Um, obviously, we start work at eight thirty in the morning. He wants everyone to go for a walk an hour before we start work, and then he wants everyone to go for a walk on their lunch break. So you're just not sat in the garage, this is where you know, my setup will be to work, um, just sat in there for eight hours, he wants to break it up, he's like really big on mental health and that's sort of one of the areas that we work in as well, so that's probably the, the, the scary thing, I'm not, I'm not sort of worried about um, economic you know, money going or whatever because 
you know, in, in this day and age, people aren't going to be arseholes. If you've got bills, you'll be able to defer them. But it's people's mental health that's that's really going to start struggling in this situation. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, don't want to go too deep into it, but you can already see in our, yeah. in our relatively small circle of friends online and in real life, absolutely. And I, I had a mate uh, who's who's got to find work, and he's got a he's got a young one on the way. You know, it's it's not good to see. And I'm not I'm not in a position where I can can really help him. You know, living single single data too but um it's not going to be a fun area mate i just i just hope that you're exactly right i hope the landlords and the banks say you know what fuck it we'll worry about it in 12 months you can pay 20 bucks a week extra and you make it up then yeah. and, and then yeah. we'll see uh, yeah it's yeah you, you're you're absolutely right there like uh, i just and i think i think this is where you know even still like you know we don't do this for ratings or whatever but i, I really do think that if you can find a good podcast and just listen and it, you know those good podcast people out there who aren't on patreon if they can uh you know keep giving content but you and i have made a promise that we will poison people's ears if it's not weekly it'll be fortnightly absolutely mate um, it won't be rugby league based just we're gonna have a bit of fun with it um yeah. i promise next week I'll, I'll have a schedule after promising it three days in a row <laughs> It's, um... Um, I, this is a bit more fun just being able to chat shit though but um, yeah look uh, if anything as well it'll be the uh, the chance to catch up with you because if there's no if there's no rugby league and uh, you and I do this via uh, Skype now uh, I wouldn't get to see you like in self isolation I know we're going to break that because I need your help this weekend but um, you know just put a mask on come over absolutely I'll, I'll put a mask on because I don't want to scare the ladies but uh, yeah absolutely that's gonna be good, mate. You're getting stuck into Netflix. I need, I need a show. Um, no, I, I made a, I made a call at the beginning of the year that I would try and read one book a week, and I'm sticking to it. Um, the next book that I am gonna pick up, though, I'm just about to finish. Uh, Greg Savage's The Savage Truth: Forty Years of Recruitment. Um, and the next book I'm picking up is The Book of Basketball by Bill Simmons. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's 620 pages. So I don't think I'll finish that in a week. I'll probably give myself two weeks to finish that one. Um, but in self-isolation time, I have ordered five new books. Um, so, yeah. Very nice, mate. Which reminds me, I've got to pack the Arnie one for the, uh, yeah, the trip yeah. over. If, oh, just, just bring all those books over as well. But I've got, I've got a... Uh, the next one that I'll probably read after the Book of Basketball will be the Jurgen Klopp and uh, I got Peter Crouch, I football. I can't wait to read that. That's fantastic. Who was the um, who was the referee that gave three red cards against Croatia? Graham Pohl, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His um, his book I read a couple of years ago. Genius, one of the best. If, if you if you want to read a book on how a person shouldn't have had a career that they did, uh, Tony Adams. Tony Adams. Yeah. Yeah, the old the old Arsenal and England defender. He, he was an alcoholic, full blown alcoholic, and he he tells some absolutely horrendous stories about how he drove uh, his Lamborghini down the M25, absolutely pissed, uh, went into an FA Cup quarterfinal, got me in the match. Jeez Louise! Yeah, so Tony Adams is good. There's there's, there's some really good ones as well. Um, I'll have to uh, I'll have to to research into um, some of the other books I've got, but the old footballers when in the days when it wasn't as professional as it was now and you had dietitians, you know, they sort of went to training and then went to the pub and they didn't have social media and newspapers and stuff. Some of those books were absolutely brutal. I have to, I have to get back into those. I used to read all the time when I was um, early morning starts because you have to have to wake yourself up. Now I just, yeah. just look at my phone all the time, you know, probably bad. 
But um, no, I'm getting a bit of pressure to write that book that I've been talking about writing for um, for what six, seven years now. So maybe maybe that'll happen eventually. Yeah, I think I might read that um, "Turn the Porch Light Off" that you won't read. Yeah, I just can't. I can't bring myself to read it. Uh, I'll, I'll try. I've actually got that. I'm, I'm, I can see it. It's just over here, thanks to Vossi who, who left that at my place about two years ago. I will, I will get around to it. I suppose it's. I'm bitter, well, Terry. I'm bitter. If not, pack that and I'll read it as well. Yeah, so that's if, cool. anyone's got, if anyone's got any good books out there, like I don't, I don't read like thrillers or fantasy books or anything like that. I sort of like read sporting books and autobiographies of sports people because that's pretty much what my life is. So if anyone's got some good ones, but I have, I'm gonna order Tom Brady's book as well. Yeah, my dad will be a good one. Hey, um, if anyone out there wants to write any podcast fan fiction, something I've heard about, you know, the more sexual in nature, the better. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Why are you winking at me when you say that? <laughs> not wearing any pants, Terry. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that, that's the one thing that I, I can't wait, you know, working at home on Monday. I don't have to put clothes on. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I was looking forward to that until... Oh, um... it's, it's huge. <laughs> well, <laughs> never, misses <laughs> a, never misses a dick opportunity. I love it. Now, I, um, look, if I was line working at home... Line the dicks up. Line up the line dicks, mate. Up. And I, I'd be dressed the way I am now in my $5 tank top and my gym shorts that don't fit, so good times. Yeah, I'm in my uh, 2016 Sharks Premier Slippers. Mate, very classy. And a, and a yellow or green shirt? It's No, just it's a yellow shirt uh, covered in dog fur and that green that you can see, I spilled ice cream on me. That's fantastic. This is quality. <laughs> I wish, mate, well, you got to start a Patreon and get people to pay for this genius. I actually, I was actually thinking that uh, when I've got my home set up and I've got the microphones in, that we should actually do a live podcast so people can see how fucking retarded we are. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Bring it on. I've actually got a guest. I'll slide into your DMs in a second to come on. I'm just, I'm not sure where that's at after this week, but uh, I think it'll be quite fun. Is this the guest that you've you've told me uh, about before? No, no, second one. He he's keen, but um, he's working from home at the moment, which is a bit tough. We can get him on Skype any night. So I, I, th- I think you need before you start working from home, you need to hit that up because that would actually be a really good podcast to get into people's ears if we can get him on. Certainly would, mate. Talk a bit of history. I was I was going to suggest maybe we watch an old game and sort of review it, but um, I don't know if I could be bothered. Yeah, I, I, I reckon that would actually be quite good. But for us to do that, it would need to be uh, – we'd either both need to be watching it on a laptop or you'd need to come to my house and the new rules say that you can't do you that. You can't do that. So, what, if, what if you put it on your TV and just held your phone up and then I'd be like... Oh, yeah, you, like we could do that. Uh, I, could, uh, I could turn the laptop around. Yeah, you can, we'll, we'll figure it out. Mate, there's people that need us to get through their weeks. I actually legitimately had someone slide into the DMs today and make sure that you and I are okay and still going with the podcast because they really appreciate it each week. And I thought that was... Like, really nice of my mum to do that. So. Yeah, I know. Shout out Dan's mum. She just said hello, actually. Ah, you video can hear it from there. Hey, got you. You really... Um, no, but have, have you still got the uh, the Samsung tablet that I gave you, or have you sold that? I'm on it now. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so we, we, could, we could pick a game yeah. on YouTube and then just watch it and commentate as we go. Absolutely. Mate, it's funny. Today we had a, um, a full big conference with everybody in the... Um, in the company and they said, Dan, can you just run the video for a second and everyone watch it? And I put the Jackson Ferris try on for Newtown. <laughs> so, yeah. 
that, that, that would be a good game to commentate. The, the State Cup would be a good game to commentate with the emotions that went through being down 16-2 and coming back and winning. Let's do that. Let's do that next week or in, in, the, yeah. in the near future. Absolutely. Got to get some beers, maybe on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday night, you know, when the kids are in bed. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I, I, think, I think if you can tee up that guest, then, then we can get another guest on. I would like to get... Uh, I'd like to get Anton Poser back on and probably get K Dog back on and just find out some updates on his uh, on his bronze for Johns. Yeah, uh, if anyone else wants to come out, slide to our DMs. I had uh, the biggest tiger hit me up. I'm going on his podcast next week. Oh yeah, I actually found that out today, which is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him some info. So look out look out for I'm some subtle Danisms. What? No good info, of course. Yeah. Um. So that's no, I think that's about it. That's that's us in a nutshell at the moment. But um. Probably the biggest takeaway from everyone is like just stay in your house. Just stay, stay in. Inside. Listen, listen to yeah. some podcasts, some better ones yeah. than this. Watch some Netflix. <laughs> like just, yeah. just fucking be lazy. Oh mate, I would love to be able to stay home. I have to go to work because I can't work from home. The nature of my business, but uh, I'd, I'd love it. I would yeah, if, if if you can, like, just stay home. Just, just go to the shops when you need to. Don't be one of those dickheads that just goes to the shops to hang out. Like, I've seen some pretty shitty things in the city where I'm working at the moment. Like, there's kids coughing in their hands and, you know, coughing on people and spitting at each other and stuff. It's like, it's disgusting. This is pretty serious. Let's everyone just band together and get over it and get some rugby league back. That's it, mate. If you're not going to listen to ScoMo, listen to fucking Terry. Did you, yeah, did you see Michael Rappaport's video today? No, can you link me to it? Yeah, I can. Just just to give everyone a rundown there, they're asking celebrities to, to give a 10-second, please stay at home. And he goes, if you see any of my kids out, you drop kick them in the fucking neck. So it was, it was it hit home for me, mate. So I'll, be, I'll link it to you. It was really good. Very enjoyable. So a different tactic. I liked it. You uh, must have said motherfucker 16 times in two minutes. Very, very enjoyable. Um, I've just received a message that I, I didn't really want to read while I was uh, on here. Um, so I'm going to have to pull this uh, quite short in a minute. But um, Carl Anthony Towns, um, his mum's in a coma from COVID-19 as well. He's the, the franchise player for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, you know, Rudy Gobert got it, Kevin Durant got it, which I don't really care about. Um, you know, four players from the Brooklyn Nets obviously tested positive for it. Donovan Mitchell got it. And then you got to remember, we've got Aussies in the NBA over there who can't even come home and see their parents now. Like Patrick Mills um, gave an interview um, in Texas and said that um, the scary thing for him at the moment is he doesn't know when he's going to see his mum and daddy. Absolutely right, mate. I, I can't go see my grandparents. They live five minutes around the corner. And on the off chance I'm carrying, I can't go in there in good conscience. Well, that's, that, that's the thing. Like Bell's... Um, Bell's nan is, you know, kicking the better part of 90 years old and we can't go into her house anymore. We're, and we're her sole carers. Like, so for us to do her um, shopping, uh, we've got to sort of just open the door and drop it in. And then, you know, every second day, my wife's got to go in basically in a hazmat suit and, and shower her grandma. Mates. Like, it's fucked. It's a testament to her, to be honest. And it's a rare, yeah. serious podcast, but... Um... Mason. Well, it's not really the, the last part of it now because we are in the serious nature of, you know, a fucking the biggest crisis since World War Two. But uh, Dan, I've I've just received a message. I've got to pull the pin. So um, thank fun, you, everyone. Mate.
Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Party time. See you soon.